are listening to I Swear We're Not a Couple with Adam and Rogelio. Follow us on all of our socials, Instagram, Gmail, at Not a Couple Show. Bitty, bitty, uh, bitty, you... bitty, bitty, Sorry. Go ahead. Sing it. Sing it. I don't know the words. Cada vez. Cada vez que te veo pasar. I'm so happy to put on my purple sequin suit. For those of you who don't know who that is, that is Selena. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, rest in peace. I'm sorry. And I fucked well, that one up. What, what, say it again. What did you say? We were talking over each other. Uh, no, you said that's Selena. And I chimed in and said, I'm Adam. I thought you were talking to me. <laughs> I realize that. That's pretty good. Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, that, that, that over there recording with me is. <laughs> I'm Adam. Hi, guys. And I am Rogelio, who you are listening to the dulcet tones of Selena. Here, let's give it just for, for all our white listeners out there. God, is that is that catchy? Was she the fucking queen or what? I'm bopping up and down in my chair. So I, uh, I wanted to play that because yesterday would have been her 50th birthday. Uh, she was, uh, again, for those of you who are younger listeners, she was a singer from Texas, made uh, self-made, one of the uh, rags to riches stories. Um, you probably know her best, at least her name best from the movie. And there's also now a Netflix uh, TV show, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't, I didn't watch it. Did you? I have not. No, not yet. I plan on it. But I can't, I can't overemphasize enough how what a cultural phenomenon she was, especially in the Latino community. Um, I uh, growing up in the '90s, she was that she was the first person, first singer and artist who I really was who who made an impression on me in the sense of like, oh, I know who that is. If I were to see Selena or or hear that name Selena, it, that is somebody who I know. Other than you know, of course, like Sebastian the Crab or fucking you know, Lion King or some shit like that. But um, she, uh, tragic, tragic story. She was already ginormous um, and and destined for more when her manager and president of her fan club uh, killed her. And it was such a sad, what a great way to start the show, by the way. God, we couldn't just say thank you for everything that you did. And man, I'm old because she would have been 50. Okay, let's go with that. Oh, boy. And I hope that pig that killed her burns in the fiery pits of hell or whatever terrible afterlife is out there for people. I hope she suffers. I I hope she I hope she suffers here and now and then suffers for all eternity. Correct. And I think about this every now and then. I brought this question up uh, before on our show uh, about artists and and greats who have passed on. Can you imagine how great they would have been like with just Mm -hmm. the Internet or or you know, social media and having and FM radio, FM, FM radio, XM radio. Right. Uh, I mean, Selena would have, she would have gotten together with Beyonce mm-hmm. or some other Latina. Like she might, she, you know, she could have gotten together with, with Jennifer Lopez and they could have done a uh, Jennifer Lopez would have been associated with her for a different reason other than playing her in the movie. Right. Uh, and they, and they would have done this bomb ass duet album or something uh but she was she was taken from us too too soon adam do you have a do you have a favorite selena song well i'm white so i like her (laughs) english language music a lot (laughs) i I probably have to go with um i could fall in love which is a or dreaming of you oh see it's hard dreaming all right here we go ready for dreaming of you and this this is a let's let me see if i can do my my casey case 
This request is coming to you <laughs> from Adam Goldberg in New York City. He would like to send this one out to his best friend Roger in California. This is Selena with Dreaming of You. <laughs> If I didn't fucking nail that, I don't know what. I hope you save that for your your literal uh, portfolio of, of, of experience. You don't think I Jennifer Lopez love- sounds like her when she sings? Or is Do it, I think that? Or is it because I grew up watching the movie? So I think of her lip syncing to a Selena song and I'm like, huh, sounds I- like J-Lo. I can't, you know, it's funny you, you mentioned that because- Or am I being biggest, racist? Uh, no, I don't think you're being racist at all. Uh, I think that that those two are so, Jennifer Lopez for playing Selena in the movie is, is she really became her to, to the point where I was almost confused a little bit. I'd be like, <laughs> why is why is Selena on In Living Color right now? I don't I don't quite understand that. Um, but it, it's, it, it, she did such a wonderful, wonderful job Didn't of she, becoming though? that role. Yeah. Uh, and and what I loved about Selena also is is she was I mean, she looked she was Mexican, uh, unabashedly Mexican. She she played she played with uh, her band that was all like Norteño. Or, I, don't, I don't know the difference, but like mariachi music, um, modern Spanish music. And she she was brown and had those beautiful Mexican features and that long hair. And she was stunning. Stunningly beautiful. And she had yes. curves for days. She loved eating pe- I mean, that was one of the biggest things in the movie. And then I remember she, she they asked her, what's your diet? She would eat a medium pizza like by herself. She well, I was mean, so fucking I mean, cool, Most man. of us can do that. Well, do you – and I, I don't mean this in an offensive way, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> you don't exactly look like Selena. Oh, my God. How come you've never said anything so hurtful to me except last week when you called me gay and in his thirties? <laughs> you are vicious. Yeah. Uh, she's she's a she's a treasure and she'll be missed. All right, uh, how you doing? How's your how's your weekend? Uh, uh, good. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just trying to come down from that high that we started off with today. Oh. Okay, other than, you know, saying that she was ripped from our arms too soon. <laughs> that was a that was a nice ode to Selena. No, right? it was very it was, nice. Very it was very nice. And I think that's why that's why our show is is really great is because we're gonna you're gonna get something from all sorts of all all cultures, right? Adam talked about Paris Hilton a few weeks ago, and and here I am talking about Selena, and and it's just I mean, same caliber, really. I mean, I wouldn't. I don't know if I would I'm go ki- that far. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, but it's it's like uh, here we go. It's this. This is only gonna strengthen the Jewish Mexican relationship even more. That's that's us. Well, you're also. I can't believe you found someone to record you saying that. You you sound great. <laughs> Thanks, I appreciate it. You're welcome. Uh, so how how are you? Let's let's start with that. How are you doing? Uh, what is today? Saturday. So I'm exhausted, tired, and bloated. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Has okay, it- everybody. That has been. I swear <laughs> we're not a couple. Uh, follow us on. <laughs> I mean, I don't even know where to go from there. You can only go up. (laughs) I guess so. You can only go up. No, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I'm pooped. So I'm just so tired by Saturday afternoons. Yeah, I bet. I bet bet you get that feeling. 
Oh, oh no, no, I'm I'm never tired. I'm I'm always ready to go. And you know what else? Yeah. Seasonal allergies really do affect like 87% of people. I cannot stop blowing my nose. Yeah, it's it's pretty bad. It's, it's really, really bad. bad. Here. It's it's a gorgeous day out here in Southern California. It's in the low mid 70s and uh all the pollen is out in the air. Yeah, we had a couple really warm days and then it cooled off again and then it got warm and it's the uh the pollen's like, hey, I don't know if I should stay or go, but I think I'm just going to stick around for a little bit. Is that okay? And then yeah. she sits down on her couch and she ends up falling asleep there because you feel bad moving her. She ends up drinking all your barefoot wine. Yeah, and it's like, why'd you stay? <laughs> you know where else it was beautiful today? Where's that? London. Uh-huh. And why is <laughs> why is London important today, Adam? Well, Prince Philip was finally laid to rest. I don't care. But it was stunning. The the footage that they were getting on the ABC feed, gorgeous day out there today. Yeah, it was like the the heavens parted just <laughs> for him. Mm-hmm. If you if you're into that sort of thing. Yeah, if you are. Uh we I wanted to just briefly mention uh, I want to segue away from the from the royal family because I couldn't care two fucks about those assholes. <laughs> two fucks um, of a shit. Yeah. Two, uh, God, God bless them. Whatever, whatever. Uh, we we got a, a nice response uh, from our cereal bracket last week, and there was one little throwaway moment where Adam, when we were talking about honey bunches of oats, <laughs> where Adam brings up the commercial, and and I I completely blow past it. It was really funny, but I just blow past it. But we had we had a message from. Colleen, not to be confused with Colleen, who is also a listener. We have a Colleen and a Colleen. Um, but Colleen from Lo- on Long Island, in Long Island, on, on Long on, Island, on in Long Island. On. She's, she's okay. She's, she's on, on, the on island. Long Island. Right yeah. here. We get a little message from her. I just need to tell you guys that I'm listening to the Swedes in the car and just got to the point where Adam randomly yelled out, we make a lot of cereal here from the commercial from Honey Bunches of Oats, and I can't tell you why, but I am crying laughing in my car. (laughs) This is why I do this, folks. This is why I do it. People love you, man. Honestly, I got to tell you, uh, we we have both of our lives coming together because of this show, and and I'm being introduced to some of your friends and acquaintances, Sorry. and you're being introduced to my friends. Well, again, and I apologize for for <laughs> for me being uh, introduced, but people fucking love you. Everybody that I talk to is like, man, that Adam, he's really funny, and I'm like, yeah, I I I know, I I know. Mm-hmm. You so people love you is what I'm trying to say. You deserve love. Thank you. Do you know? Who doesn't love me? The allergies no. and the pollen outside. <laughs> so this is why people come to our show is to, to have the weather report in New York and, and California on a weekly basis so they can get it two days later. Yes. And the pollen report. Correct. Okay. Okay. The dew point is also very high today here. <sighs> Anything I was, else? I was just reading off the weather app. Okay. No, um, that's it for me. How's okay. everything by you? I it couldn't couldn't be better. Oh Great. my god! I'm really, really loving my life. Um, we're having plumbing issues here, and oh. we're having a we're having a plumber come out on Tuesday, and um, I have to be very, very careful with what I flush down the toilet. I told you to stop eating so much dairy, and you wouldn't listen to me. Now look what you did. You know what it was? It was all the the honey bunches of oats. <laughs> uh huh. Now you're making a lot of cereal there. That's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I make a lot of cereal. <laughs> Oh Lord, I'm I'm fine though. I, I don't really want to talk about it. Um, so we have a few things we want. I I wanted to bring up 
uh, throughout this week. And Adam had surprised me. He planned something for today's show, and he and he has some uh, some stuff he wants to talk about as well. So uh, let's let's start here. Uh, Adam and I love music. We we there's no doubt about it, and there's no question about it. Especially '80s music, and we are very knowledgeable. Adam more so than me. Um, come to my surprise that a couple years ago, I, I get into Adam's car and, and we're driving somewhere and I go, man, I can really listen. I can really listen to Money for Nothing. By, and he's like, by Dire Straits? I go, yeah, yeah, by Dire Straits. And uh, so I, I pull it up. Can I stop for you for a people, second? Sorry. Please, it just hit me. Please. Sorry. Why are they just Dire Straits and not the Dire Straits? This is a real problem I have with musicians and bands and I love music. When is it just bangles and when is it the bangles? Is it what's you, printed you, on all of their official stuff? Is that what we go by? I assume so. Or or whatever they when they're inducted to the Hall of Fame, that's what they are because they they alphabetize them by the um under T for like the dire right. straits versus dire straits. Right. It's just it's something that's always nagging me and I never know what the right answer is. And you would think things like satellite radio would help. You know, what does help is things like Spotify and Apple Music, but like I remember listening to the 80s station on Sirius XM years ago and it would just say bangles, but then they'd play another song and it would say the bangles. So is it them deciding it or, or the bands? Hmm. I don't know. I mean, probably I guess the bands. probably the, I would assume, I would hope the bands, but um, I, you can probably go to their website and see, is it the bangles? Oh, wait, so I should Google. Okay. That's a yeah. good answer. So, Please, dire for uh, dire for nothing. This is money for dire nothing. For nothing by, by, by by money for straights. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, money for nothing by dire straights, and it's a it's a it's a fairly popular song. It gets tons of airplay, especially on on adult contemporary or, or classic rock radio stations. Uh, and I don't think anybody really pays attention to that song or really gives two shits about that song. Uh, well, they hear it on the radio. Yeah. Not now, right? And it just kind of goes in one year and out the other, and people are like, "Oh yeah, I want my MTV." Well come to my surprise that it's a little known fact, at least people whom I've spoken to that there is a, a not well-known verse of that song that is cut out from the radio version and is in the full version. And I wanted to introduce that to our, to our listeners, just for the record, everybody, if you're listening with your children, please turn the, please don't, <laughs> not this part, at least, uh, here we go. I think. What? Now, who is he singing about? There's a bunch okay. of different conspiracies out there. Yes. So in, in case uh, in case you didn't hear it loud and clear, because that word does cut through all seven times. All 18 <laughs> times that that fucking <laughs> word goes through it. And I, you got to remember, this was the night. This is 1985, and it was a different time. I mean, obviously, it still wasn't a, a great song, but a great word. I'm going to read you the lyrics in case you couldn't hear it. Oh, I see can't the wait. little, see the little f word with the earring and makeup. Yeah, buddy, that's his own hair. The little f word got his own jet airplane. The little f word, he's a millionaire. Am I sensing some jealousy? Uh, no, why? No, oh, for, them, for, for Mark, them, like Mark Knopfler and the rest of Dire Straits. So what, you tell me where you think this came from and or uh, your theory behind it. And then I'll tell you what I've read. OK, so 
I always imagine because it's 1985, this is a couple years after the big second British invasion of music, where everybody, both men and women, were androgynous. So you had Annie Lennox looking more masculine and then someone like Boy George looking more feminine. And I think this was just like a, oh, they're coming over here. They look like weirdos and freaks, and yet they're more successful than we are. So let's, and then at that point, MTV had been around for four years. So that's why they made a killer music video and yada, yada, yada. And fun fact, my MTV Studios is now using Sting's very high-pitched MTV part from the I Want My MTV line and their, all their promos and when a show of theirs premieres on TV. <laughs> So they still look back on it with happiness yeah. and pride. Oh, beautiful. So yeah, it could be the, the, that, like you were saying, the androgynous era. Uh, I always, you, I remember you telling me that you thought it was because uh, they didn't like Boy George and they were well, referring to yes specifically just Boy George. That's what I heard, but this is a long time ago. Yeah. I'm, and you know, this is 2000, whatever, and who knows. But the other, the other theory behind it is that uh, it was written from the point of view of of somebody who's trying to become a rock star. And so those lyrics are not actually them calling somebody else that, but rather that's what they are being perceived as or what uh, rock stars are being perceived as, as a little sissy or mm-hmm. as somebody who, who is like, you know, how dare you do nothing? You're just playing music and you're making a millionaire and, and uh, just throwing that word around. So I, 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 I got to be careful when I play because I really do like that song and it'll come up in my Pandora, but I can't play it at school. Well, you can play the radio edit. Well, I'm not going to go into Pandora and then look for the radio edit. Well, why don't anyway, you that, have it ready to go on your Spotify instead? Oh my God. Because I, because I, I, you want to know why I can't use my Spotify? Because there's a little 19-month-old maniac who wants to fucking hear If You're Happy and You Know It by Raffi over and over and over and over and over and over again. That's why I can't use it. That's why I have to use my Pandora. Oh. Well, at least you're not agitated or angry about it. I love you so much, Adam. (laughs) Okay. Continue. Sorry. You can't play it on Pandora for the children. No, that's it. That's it. Anyway, I just didn't know. I I wanted to introduce that to all of our listeners, uh, in case you had no idea that that actually is in the in the full song. And actually, I really like the full song because it gives me the full experience of money for nothing. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I'm I'm, Adam, I'm glad that you that you brought it up. Yeah. Important to to take a look back. So we're not gonna we're not canceling. <laughs> I can I can still listen to that song, right? Of course that, you can. I cancel. What okay. do I care? All right. Uh, Adam has a little surprise for me. He, before we went on the air, he said to me, he goes, guess what I have. <laughs> wow. That, it really is what I sound like. <laughs> wow. My, my mother-in-law is staying with us and she's going to break into this room right now and go, is Adam here right now? Where is he? Are you hiding him in here? What do you got for me, pal? So a few weeks ago, listener Lana told me about this 1980s music trivia game that she saw. So she sent me a link. I then bought it for myself because, girl, treat yourself. And I pulled out five questions that I want to test Roger on in the hopes that he gets at least three right. Oh, shit. All right. And if we, mm-hmm. if I don't get at least three right, what happens? Um. Phew. Nothing. Okay, great. Yeah. We can we can still continue the show. Of course. All right. Nothing's well, going to change, my love, for you. Okay, great. 
I have my sound effects ready to go. I'm, I feel like I'm going to hear that one a lot. Maybe. Oh, God. I'm going to shuffle them. I'm going to shuffle. Oh, this yeah. is just so make exciting. Sure, make sure they're really out of order because it's going to matter. Okay. You want to shuffle them again? I think that makes for a great podcast. Okay. Okay, yep. I'm ready. Oh, great. Number one. Oh, I can give you multiple choice too. If you know it, you get more points, but we're not really counting your <laughs> points. But or I can give you multiple choice. Okay, the point system is already confusing, but I Morton love it. Morton Harkett was the lead singer of which band? One one more time with the name? Morton Harkett. Okay, I need I need multiple choices for that one. Aerosmith? No. Craftwork? Maybe. Aha. Uh-huh. Or a Def mm. Leopard? No. Uh Aha. Uh-huh. Correct. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. <clears throat> he, was, he was sexy back then, too. I mean, I really had a thing for his cartoon self. Mm, me, too. Number two. Who had a hit with It's Still Rock and Roll to Me in 1980? Billy Joel. Correct. I get I get double the points for that one, right? I just had to throw in a, an easy one for you. Thank God. A little softball. In which year did Journey have a hit with "Don't Stop oh, Believing"? You fuckhead! All right, give me the give me the choice. I have a year in my okay, nineteen eighty-seven, nineteen eighty-three, nineteen eighty-two, or nineteen eighty-one. Eighty-seven. No. <sighs> it's what was it? Eighty. Nineteen eighty-one. Wow, way off. Yeah. Yeah. All right, two for three. <laughs> Oh God, your RBI is getting bigger at the moment every second. Which band's mm. second album was called Hangin' Tough? Ah, uh, keep going. I think uh, I have an idea. Uh, New kids on the block. Right. I do such I, a I gotta, Donnie Wahlberg. You, it, it was like Donnie was over there. Are Why you eating a Wahlburger right now? I wish I were. Um, I got to tell you, I was I was uh, driving home yesterday in rush hour traffic, and um, New Kids on the Block came on, and <laughs> it's pretty. It's it's not bad, dude. I I, I, I was enjoying it. it on a Friday Friday evening. Yeah, I don't want to listen to them on a Monday morning when I'm just starting the work week and on my way to work. I want to listen to them at like five thirty on a Friday, and I'm like the working gal that's leaving the office, and like she takes the pumps off and puts the sneakers back on to walk to the car. Yeah. You, why do you, why are you always wearing pumps? No, just in my mind. And I have like oh, this okay. big perm. Yeah. I, I don't remember if it was step by step or you got it. The right stuff. I think it's, you got it. Yeah. That's it. Parentheses. The right stuff. Oh, come on. Yep. The right stuff. So this is the pot. Let me just get this straight really quickly. (laughs) And then I have a fun fact about that song. Okay. This is the podcast where people come to listen to Selena death talk, (laughs) burying Prince Philip. Mm -hmm. There is a, uh, the hidden verse from money for nothing and eighties trivia. Yeah. Okay. And and guys, we're only 25 minutes in. It only gets better. We're only 25 minutes in. (laughs) Fuck me. Okay. That's really good, man. I, I'm dancing in my seat right now. This I'm doing a little sideways dance. Uh, oh, what's the, oh shit! I just fuck. What? I just grew a. I just grew a third nipple. Oh, 
Do you remember that? You're probably too young because it probably came out the year you were born, but there was an Oreo commercial. And instead of it being, oh, 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 it was, oh, Oreo. And the, instead no. of the right stuff was the white stuff. That's genius though. Yeah. yeah I think, right. um, I think that's that they, they still play that at clan rallies nowadays. <laughs> well, it's funny you mentioned that next weekend I'm going to my second clan rally. I'm going to see if, if they're going to be playing that. I'll let you know. Please, yeah, I think they're. I think they were big uh, NKOTB fans. Oh my god! I'm kidding, by the way, guys. Please don't come for me. I'm not yeah, going to a clan rally. It's not his second one. It's his it's first my, one. It's, it's the inaugural. I'm going. <laughs> Make sure you bring your tiki torch. Yep. Let's add making fun of the Ku Klux Klan to things about our oh. podcast. Yep, we're sure, doing listen, great. I think if um, we we probably already had a target. Targets on our backs, um, just being us. I, I don't think well, uh, making fun of the I fucking love Target. I don't think making fun of the KKK is really going to do anything negative for. If anything, it might it might help us. Maybe we'll become enemy number one for the KKK. Okay, listen, a gay, a gay man and a Mexican. Yeah, well. Hi Num- guys, I'm number- here. Here's my tiki torch. <laughs> number three. Who worked with Bernard Edwards to write I'm Coming Out for Diana Ross? Oh, fuck you. Okay. Uh, give me, 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 give me. David Bowie. No. Stevie Wonder. Ooh. Niall Rogers. Or Ooh. Bruce Springsteen. Oh. I'm coming, I'm coming out. out. Yeah. I want the I world to know. I, I'm going to go Bruce. No. Oh, okay, it's not okay. So it's either Nile Rogers or um, or Stevie. Yeah. What's your next guess? I'm gonna go Stevie. No. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I just I just can't see, man. Yeah. It's, not, it's Nile Rogers. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah, he's got his fingers in a lot of uh, a lot of pots, a lot of holes. Things. Yeah. Yeah. In Hollywood. Well, he was coming off the success of Chic. Disco was sort of on its way out. Diana Ross needed a little zhuzh to her career. So, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's a uh, a technical term. Yeah. Zhuzh. Yeah, zhuzh it up. But the, the idea of the song came from one night when Niall Rogers was at a gay club. And there were a few drag performers um, dressed as Diana Ross. And he told her that story. And she's like, I have to, we have to come up with like an anthem for someone when they come out of the closet. And that's where that song comes from, which is very sweet. It's a, it's a great song. I only think about it because uh, there, there was a commercial that had that song on it. I don't remember. I think it was like a fiber commercial. I don't remember. Oh, that would be brilliant. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. Also a great. What a, what a voice. And oh, fuck you. Okay, let's go for the last one. Let's see if I can get three out of five. At least, at least save some. Look, you said you said at the beginning that you you thought I was going to get two or three. So here we yeah. go. Okay, now I picked the easiest for last. Okay, thank God. Madonna. Who released the 1987 album Hysteria? <laughs> Sorry, I meant easy for me. Fuck you. Okay, give me give me choices. ACTC. Phil Collins, mm. Def Leppard, or Luther mm. Vandross? Def Leppard. Correct. Oh, yeah. Get it's some. It's a good album. 
I don't. I don't think. Uh, what's What's your favorite uh, Def Leppard joke, Adam? I'm not saying that while we're come re- on. Not while we're recording. What sucks and has nine arms? Def, Def Leppard. Leppard. <laughs> 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 every time (laughs) it's pretty good it's pretty good Uh, and that that has been 80s music trivia with adam (laughs) we gotta get you a theme song for that one hey yeah um, i think going off is really great yeah sure oh come on it was it was actually i was trying to go more sam i know (laughs) he's harmless uh, good jason jason singer if you're still listening and you're not busy you know going to college uh give give us a uh, an 80s music trivia theme song for adam I will tell him that when I see him uh, in a couple weeks. Yeah. Okay, great. Wonderful. And we'll have it by that Monday. Oh, excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Um, so I have some I have some very serious news I wanted to bring. Oh, God. I mean, really, it's like, it's like when Prozac kicks in and then you're sort of weaning off of it before you take the next dose. We go from a high to a low to a high. <laughs> oh, and this isn't even really that much of a low unless you really – really need ketchup uh there is a shortage <laughs> of ketchup packets right now kids this this is some serious shit i gotta find some where's my like my in a really really intense music um right now because of the pandemic everybody has been staying home and you've been people have been buying bottles of ketchup instead of getting going to fast food joints and getting a packet of ketchup and so what's been happening is the makers of the ketchup are shifting their focus or they did shift their focus to bigger bottles and bigger containers because again people were staying home and so they started making less packets well now as things started more plastic well i don't know if that's plastic i think they're like little tin i guess it is plastic isn't it yeah Hmm. anyway continue sorry no that's right um so it now that it is excuse me now that we've shifted back and things are starting to open up again and, and people need more packets of ketchup. Mm. We make a lot of packets. <laughs> we make a lot of ketchup here. I miss um, that woman. And she's still on the commercials and it just, it warms my heart to see her. Yeah. 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 Um, I also think of big daddy, 40 <laughs> packets of ketchup. Right. Uh, there, there is, there is a legit shortage of packets of ketchup. So much to the, so much so that, um, people are actually selling them on eBay for hundreds and hundreds of dollars. Oh, that's so unnecessary. And- Sorry. Mm-hmm. That's really, it's my intense music. Oh, okay. I thought that was, we're about to solve a murder mystery from 65 years ago. Music. I mean, it's the same. It's it's also the music that I used when the minks were dying. When the, when the, <laughs> mink gate with our mink correspondent. Yeah, mink gate with our with correspondent Samantha. Um, no, but it, it, there are there is a shortage, and people are spending. I mean, and, and of course, it's no secret that everybody really wants Heinz. That's the one that people really, really okay, want. Okay, so what I was going to suggest the shift be is for all of the other ketchup makers in the country to just join forces with Heinz to make more Heinz. Because if it's not Heinz, it's not anything. I gotta tell you, ketchup is one of those things. Oh, that that I just I don't really taste the difference. <sighs> really, you you use Hunts and you're you're just like pouring a packet of sugar in your mouth. You don't even taste the tomato. If you're one of the fast food aficionados left reeling from stories of the current nationwide ketchup shortage, then get a squirt of this, writes Gizmodo. Oh, my. What kind of website have they turned into? 
I think I think. Oh nope. Sorry, this is from Jizmodo. Jizz. Okay, okay. You got to be careful with, with the g and the j sounds. It's tricky with the letter G, isn't it? <laughs> it really is. Right? People are now putting their unopened packets up for sale across eBay and Facebook Marketplace right now for prices ranging from a dollar per packet over to one thousand for just a few. I can't believe it, dude. Well, this is, you know, I'm sitting on a on a gold mine because if I open up that one drawer in the kitchen in my parents' house, we have ketchup until 2036. So I'm going to put them all up on eBay. Can you actually try selling them? I, I would be interested if you were to actually go on eBay because you have nothing else to do. Go on eBay and try to put a couple packets of ketchup up for sale and see okay. what happens. All right. I'm going to I think I'll do that. Of course. Now that I say I'm going to do this, I'll go down to that drawer. My mom would be like, I just cleaned it on Wednesday. I couldn't get it closed with all the ketchup sitting in there. What do you want ketchup for? What do you need ketchup go- well, we got the bottles in the pantry, yep. which we yep. do say to my father a lot because he likes to hold on to the packets. Well, what if we run out of the bottle? Have we ever run out of a bottle of ketchup? No, that's no. one thing that you always have. Now, let me ask you, do you do you keep your ketchup in the refrigerator or do you keep it in the in the cabinet? So, I prefer it in the in the fridge cuz I like cold ketchup hot food. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or, or just cold and cold, but my mom yep. hates cold ketchup, so it sits in the pantry in the closet. I I agree with you. I have my ketchup in the refrigerator. I've yep. put ketchup in the refrigerator since I was a little kid and it always forms that little like weird crusty ketchup booger around and, the rim. Yep, that you need to use like a slightly licked tissue to get it clean just so there's a little water yeah yeah exactly uh and then you can get it off and you throw it away and it looks like somebody's been bleeding or they had a crusty yep. booger or something yep. what happened what happened oh i cleaned right. the ketchup bottle yeah oh okay pass um, the heinz oh i only have hunts what nope. you a fucking animal you vil uh, wait <laughs> What a what a what an imagination we have. So yeah, yeah, there's a shortage. Um so hold on to them, man. They're gold. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. Congratulations if you're if you're sitting on that. Who again, toilet paper, ketchup, what what other what other meaningless, <laughs> plentiful, easy to get item do you think is gonna be next in this crazy ass pandemic? Uh, I mean I affordable I would health care. No, it's gonna be like Q-tips or something. I don't Fuck. use those anyway. Yeah, because you have your what is it? You do you still have your picker? Japanese? I have picker. Yeah, at least two in every room and one in the car. Because sometimes you get bored in traffic. Yeah, no, t- trust me, I, 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 I know better than than anybody else. You do yeah. get bored in traffic, and and you gotta just scratch your ears. Like, There's oh, nothing... my ear is a little itchy. Let me just get it real quick. Yeah. There's for me. There's nothing better than like getting up in the morning, going to the bathroom and just digging in deep with a Q-tip and, and ju- it, honestly close to an orgasm. If I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. It's that fucking good. Yeah. Yeah. It just, it pushes all the gunk in. And then that's why, because I had the only part of me, we've had this conversation many a time. The only part of me that's petite or narrow, my ear canals. Well, you also have very small hands. Yeah, but my ears keep getting bigger, but the ear canal is not. Right. It's everything still else small. is expand. It's like my ass the last few years. It just everything stays about the same. My ass keeps getting wider. Speaking of your ass, yeah. Um, what uh, what's going on? Are you are you are you all ready to go for next weekend with your with your cheat weekend? The the cheat weekend twenty twenty one. I am very excited. I'm a little nervous. <laughs> what like on your wedding night? I'm a little nervous. Like. What do I do? 
Like, do I go all in or do I just like, oh, it's just our wedding night. So I don't want to go all the way. I'm going to go all the way. I'm going to go all the way. I I think you should go when a, when a, when a man and a man love each other, Adam. Right. I, I, you just gotta, he's gotta have a nice call glass of wine and and let what happens happen. Right. Yeah. Uh, I will not be drinking wine. My rheumatologist said to stay away from wine at least uh, until, well, even more so than until I'm on both of the medicines and whatnot. So it'll probably be a vodka sort of day. Mm-hmm. I really want to try to take it easy because it's been a very long time and I don't want to have three sips and fall asleep for the whole day. And then I wake up the next day and I go, oh, I'll have all that pizza. Keep it real. You would still eat all that pizza the next day. Yeah, probably. Yeah. So cold pizza. Yeah. I'm picking it up at 1130. Everything is official. So one week from today at this time, we'll be recording and I'll probably be half a pizza and one order of cheesy breadsticks in. And w- and what movies what movies are you watching? Oh God, I have a whole list. Do you have Do you have it on you? Yeah, c- no, I wrote it on a p- on a post it, and I don't remember where I put it. I'm just kidding. So that list is really not going to do you much good. <laughs> no, I have it. Okay, let's hear it. Hold on, not my top five rom coms. That's a different conversation. No, we can and we can we can bleed right into that because we've got nothing but time. Okay, so first one, which I will watch next Friday, will be the new Mortal Kombat. Dun, 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 dun. Great. Love okay. It. Watch, by the way, if you haven't seen the trailer for that, go watch it. It is bloody and it is all testosterone all the time. It looks great. It looks great. So I don't know yet if I'm going to have a drink Friday night or a gummy. I, I can't do both at the same time because no, we don't need that. So I don't know if I'll do if I'll have a gummy on Friday night or a drink or two on Friday night. So more on that later. Okay. And then after Mortal Kombat, I want to watch my favorite episode of TV of the last 10 years. And that is the San Junipero episode of uh, Black Mirror. I don't know what that is. Uh, I mean, I know what Black Mirror is, but what's the episode about? You're, wait, you're going to spend t- – hold on. Let me just get this straight. You're going to spend your cheat weekend, right, what you've been building up to for four months watching a rerun? It's my favorite episode of TV the last okay. years. What and is it, it makes called? me San- happy. San what? Junipero. J-U-N-I-P-E-R-O. Episode three, season four. Please watch this before we chat next week. Maybe that will be what we talk about. I cannot Um, believe we've never talked about this before. Oh, my God. I want to watch it now. Now I want to watch it now. Okay, so San Junipero is the fourth episode of the third series of British science fiction anthology television series Black Mirror, written by showrunner Charlie Brooker, blah, 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 blah. Or as my mom puts it, Black Mirror. Right. (laughs) The episode is set in a beach resort town named San Junipero, where the introverted Yorkie meets the more outgoing Kelly. The town is part of a simulated reality the the elderly can inhabit even after death. So this is what you want for when you die, is what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Do you know when it takes place? Uh, it looks like from the pictures, probably 1987. That's correct. Yeah. Uh, it was uh, the first script was about a heterosexual couple. Oh, so it's a gay couple. Mm-hmm. Oh, how lovely! Well, oh, how sound- lovely, dear. <laughs> the soundtrack interweaves 80 songs with an original score by Clint Mansell. There you go. Setting in music. Let me see what songs are on here. So that way I can see why, if there's something on here that really, of course, Belinda Carlisle's Heaven is a Place on Earth. Mm-hmm. Um, Prince. No, every song was cleared except for one by Prince. Uh-huh. Well, he was still alive then. 
Oh, was he when this, when think, this one came out? I think. I mean, well, if it was after, I'd be shocked that the family would say no, because the family will sell anything of his. Yeah. 2016. When did he die again? He may have already been dead. I have, we have two people yelling at us right now. Two yeah. people yelling at the at their at their music player right now. Saying, when did their music die? player? I don't know what the fuck they're listening to us on. <laughs> Headphones? Radio? They're not listening to us on their radio. So anyway, great episode of TV. L- really looking forward to that. And I want to go to sleep with something happy like that in my mind. So great. Saturday, I will then watch the movie Edge of 17. Not the Haley uh, Seinfeld one, but the movie that you and I watched a few years ago. Coming of Age Story, again, early mid-80s in Ohio. I'm very excited. Yeah, that was a hell of a movie. I'm sorry you hated it. No, I didn't hate it. It was just, a, it was fine. It was a, a movie from the 80s and I, it was made I, in the 90s. Well, it felt like it was 80s because mm-hmm. it took place in the 80s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you're going to watch that yep. depressing film? Yep. Jesus Christ. Okay, what and else are you And then I'm going to lift it up after that with Serial Mom. <laughs> I'm sorry? <laughs> the movie Serial Mom. Why, why, why are you? <sighs> Jesus, okay. What's the matter? These are all I'm movies just that saying... make me happy. <laughs> I'm glad that all this makes you happy, but why aren't you going to do, you know, new stuff? Why are you going to do old stuff? Because I like to live in the past and that's where I'm happiest. For those of you who don't know, Serial Mom is a movie made in 1994 (laughs) by John Waters. It's a black comedy crime film with uh, white people. Lots of them. Kathleen Turner, Ricky Lake, Sam Watterson. I do have a couple on here that are new. Okay, please. But not next. The next one after that will be the Barbara, <laughs> <laughs> will be the Barbara Streisand version of A Star Is Born because I've never seen it, so it is new to me. Okay, A Star Is Born. Okay, then after I'm on the deep end, <laughs> watches dive. Sorry, go ahead. Wow, you sound just, just like her. Yeah, she, here she is. Then after that will be the HBO Max original movie, Let Them All Talk with Meryl Streep. Them all. I have almost never heard of anything that you're saying. I, I, if I wasn't googling them right now, I would think you're fucking full of shit. I can't wait to see this. I'm not. Um, here's the other thing, though, and I'm going to keep this list in in this order, and then I'm going to make the list of the movies I actually watch next weekend because we all know nothing ever goes to the the plan that we have in our minds, right? right. Okay. So after that will be a movie, also a movie I've never seen, an oldie. Outrageous Fortune with Bette Midler and Shelley Long. <laughs> wow. How can I not love that movie? And I've never seen it. I can't wait to rent it. You're going to, you don't even, I mean, isn't it streaming somewhere? No, you'd think those people over at Disney would put it up on their little app there, but nope. January 30th, 1987. Wow. Okay. The, ready for this cast? George Carlin. He's uh-huh. not, he doesn't lead it, but Shelley Long, Bette Midler. And George Carlin. Uh, music by Alan Silvestri, who is very well known. The Touchstones film. Yeah. Uh, refined by struggling actress uh, Shelley Long, finally has a chance to study with the great theater professor Stanislav Krasnozowski. I mean, wh- why are you going to watch this? Because I love a Bette Midler comedy from the 80s, and I love Shelley Long in anything. So put them together, even though they hated each other while they were filming it, allegedly. And I'm going to love it. 
the mid late eighties and Bette Midler and Shelley Long. So yeah. It's 50% on the Rotten Tomato score. On, uh, <laughs> like I give a shit. My favorite movie is Romain Michelle's High School Reunion. I think that probably has a higher. Okay. Anyway, so are you, I'm surprised by the way that that Romain Michelle is not making a, an well, appearance. I, I just over, watched over it. This a, I watched it a few months ago. So Romain Michelle has a 73%. <clears throat> okay. All right. Um, All right, what else are you? What and else? And the you only doing? other one that I'm planning on actually watching. This is a lot of movies, so this adds up very quickly over a two a two day period. But I also want to try to watch King of Staten Island because I never Ugh. watched it. Just kidding! I have no interest in watching that. So instead, I'm going to watch Baby Mama with Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. That's the Adam I know. There he is. He's back, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> now. Anyone that knows me really well should know that Baby Mama is my quintessential rainy day movie. That happened after I moved to LA and we didn't have a lot of rainy days. So on the rare occasion that it would happen and plans would get ruined or I just had a weekend at home, I always put that movie in. I just love it so much. It's so stupid and terrible and I love it. Those two ladies. Rotten Tomatoes is 17%. Do you want to know what the Rotten Tomatoes is on Baby Mama? Okay. Uh, 63% asshole. Okay. So not bad. All right. Yeah. So I'm super excited to watch that. And then Heather has a follow-ups like not follow-ups, but like, eh, if that one, I don't feel like it at the time. I'll watch this instead. So are you going to be just completely smashed the entire weekend? Uh, I'm hoping no, it's but, not, that's not my goal. No, but most likely mm, no. Cause I don't want to be, I don't want to not feel good on Monday. Oh yeah, you got to go to work on Monday. I yeah, about so that. like I'll already have a weird stomach from all the pizza and cheese, but I don't want to throw, you know, Smirnoff on top of it. It's like pouring so here- vodka onto a fire, <laughs> or it's like you peeing on a fire. <laughs> um, so here's what I think we should all do in so so that we can support our dear friend Adam, and so we can show our solidarity with with Mr. Adam Goldberg. I think next weekend should be everybody's cheat weekend, and everybody should just get eat whatever the fuck you want. It, we should make it like a recurring thing. Actually, that'd be a really good idea. We can make it a holiday <laughs> where what we do for whatever reason we just we we because you decided that that was what it was. It's four months after. Uh, the holidays so you can really get a nice detox going and then just go full yeah full-blown alcoholic pizza movie just destroy it in one weekend and this is not saying everybody needs to have a cheat weekend you should all not have the issues with food that i have that you have to carve out a specific time frame four months after deciding to eat well and try to be healthier you should just do that on a regular basis but i have to reward myself with food and alcohol like a like a troubled dog that's (laughs) chained up to a tree outside and left to its own defenses. So that's my personal struggle. I'm not saying that should become your struggle, but treat yourself and enjoy. We're all going to die one day. Anyway, you may as well be eating a Twinkie or sleeping with a Twinkie. Wow. Okay. So it's going to be the weekend of where today's the 17th. Is that right? Sure. Okay, today, yeah, today's the 70th, so it's going to be 20, 23, 24, 25, the whole weekend, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. All right, so do you want to make it like the fourth weekend of April every year, or do you sure. want to just... 
I think that'll work, right? Because because otherwise it can't. It has to fall on a weekend. Yeah, it's good. I, I the re- other reason why I like this is because you have your your weekend. You do what you want. You jump back on the horse on Monday, and then you still have another solid five six weeks before Memorial Day, like the unofficial mm-hmm. kickoff to summer. So you have another six weeks of like, let me really go into the summer and into Memorial Day feeling great. What are we going to call this weekend? I mean, I, maybe we should just call it an on. We should just do it in honor of you. It's Adam's Cheat Weekend. It doesn't matter who, who, what, if your name isn't Adam. It's just Adam's Cheat Weekend. Maybe just Adam's Day. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, actually. Adam's hey, Day. Want to come over this weekend? Oh, I'm sorry. I have plans. It's Adam's Day. And we so- have to have some like weird, arbitrary. You know, not logo or some weird arbitrary just figure. Or, you know how Christmas has Santa Claus and Easter has the Easter Bunny. Would you want to just do a rainbow? No, or? that's too cliche. Okay. Um, I have something in mind, but I'm going to give the name the right. Yes. Okay. Stuff. I. <laughs> I um. Uh, I w- I've lost it, man. I know. Me too. I want to. I want like a like a logo that is in the style of the rose pin that Roseanne wears in the movie She Devil. Okay, so, so rose Vesta, pin. Yeah, she... Vesta Rose, V E S T A Rose, Vesta Rose, and she, they. Okay. I forgot what agency or whatever she runs. Oh, it's to help women get back on their feet and and get careers and et cetera, et cetera, because. Roseanne's character was thrown away by her family and blah, 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 blah. Not important. But there, there's a pin that she wears that she gives to all the women that come in seeking help. Almost like the pin in Death Becomes Her, but again, too cliche. So I have to go weirder. And that's why I'm going to go with the rose pin from She-Devil. So so it's roses. Can we just like, let's make it a little bit more accessible. So it's just roses in general, because actually it's pretty good because you're the only person I know who who genuinely enjoys the the scent of roses uh, so much so to the point that whenever we would walk out of your old apartment in Sherman Oaks, we would all sometimes smell like roses and cigarettes. Um, and I mean, that's a pretty good, I think that's a pretty good representation of you. Yeah. Okay. So, so, so rose, we have to, fine. yes. Okay. So we are have fine. to, roses are fine, is fine. Rose is fine. Are, 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 are fine. Are, yeah. Are fine. We have a, we, you know, it's fine. It sounds like you're drinking right now. No, it's just a fist stick, unfortunately. So uh, on Adam's Day, <laughs> it sounds so good. I know. Already. Hey, on Adam's Day, you have to you have to eat pizza. Okay, <laughs> so the original real thing you have to have Pizza Hut pizza, but as the years go on and Adam's Day becomes much more commercialized, you can just kind of have whatever pizza you want. Yeah, I mean, if there's a other place you'd like better, of course, I want you to right. be happy on Adam's Day weekend. Right. Exactly. On yeah. Adam's Day weekend. Oh, yeah. Perfect. Mm-hmm. So on Adam's Day weekend, uh, you have to have pizza and you have to have just a, just a, uh, either some you have to be inebriated slightly, not completely sloshed through the whole weekend, but you have to be just. Yeah, a just enough. So you remember everything, but you're still loose and goosey, you know? Right. You're having a good time. Yeah. And then you have to watch absolutely awful horrible 80s movies and 90s movies but you have to the, here's here's the kicker. Aren't horrible movies uh-huh here's the kicker you have to throw in one new movie that you haven't watched i think that's fair i think these should be not like the 
the musts, but like, hey, if you're going to follow guidance, gu- yeah, like this is suggested guidance, parental guidance suggested. Yeah, right, right, exactly. I'm a PG movie. Right. I mean, you don't have to go watch fireworks on Fourth of July, but it certainly does help. Right. It, you don't right? need a sparkler in your hand or and a hot dog in your mouth. <laughs> Right, exactly. But on Adam's Day weekend, and we should all have a hot dog in our mouth, right? Wow. Okay. Is there any? Is there any like final? Just <sighs> what are you doing to just put the the cherry on on your Sunday for that weekend? Um, I may. Ooh, I kind of want to go to like a Dairy Queen and get like a banana split mm. or like mm. a hot fudge I like Sunday. That. I like that. Yeah. Uh, in April. Okay. Yeah. Because here's the thing also, April is so fucking boring, right? March, you have uh, St. Patrick's Day. May, you have Memorial Day. April, I mean, it's, yeah, it, April it, Fool's it's Day. just, it's fucking stupid, man. Yeah. Um, you Really, it's just a whole, a whole month of nothing. So yeah. we have to create something. And I think, I think this is going to catch on, dude. I think Adam's, uh, Adam's Day weekend is, so it's Adam's Day. Do you want that to be the Saturday and then the whole weekend is just the yes. weekend? Yeah. Okay. So yes, Adam stop making the holiday on a Monday. No, make it on a Saturday and then build everything around it. Build them right, and they exactly. will come. Build it and they will come, right? Right, right, right. Exactly. So like on Wednesday is the unofficial kickoff for Thanksgiving and then Thanksgiving's on Thursday and Black Friday. Same thing. Friday is the unofficial kickoff to Adam's Day weekend, right? right. Like five o'clock rolls around. You pop a top off of a nice cold one. Yeah. You say the boss, like, hey, can I duck out a little early? Uh, you know, I want to get started <laughs> on my Adam's Day weekend. Like, come on. Exactly. It sounds so good. Oh, cool. And so can you have people? Oh, I mean, obviously this pandemic now, but but can you have people over? Is this a, a group activity Absolutely. or is this a if singular? If, if all of you have had at least two doses of the, of the vaccine and it's been at least two weeks after your second one, come on over. Come on over, baby. That's right. Although I may I, need a third dose at some point. I'm just so – this is <laughs> – I'm just I've never been I've never been more excited about something in my life. Adam's Day weekend is going to be the best thing. So, okay, logo is a rose. Um, you you have to start it off on a Friday, and then you have to listen to, like New Kids on the Block, right? As yeah, you're I, whatever music you you love, or maybe you feel a little guilty about liking so much, throw that yeah. on. Yeah, throw like, that on. People love an excuse yeah. to treat themselves, so go ahead and do it in April. Good for you, Adam. I think you're going to start something. Good for you. Uh, right now in my head, okay. I'm hearing Wild Women Do by Natalie Cole from the Pretty Woman soundtrack. And it's just like, that's what I want. God damn, you have obscure references and I love it. Okay, what, what what's the name of that song? Wild Women Do. Oh God, I can hear it. Just push play, please. By Natalie Pretty Cole. Woman. Oh, are you sure it's not? Okay, let's see. It's from the Pretty Woman soundtrack. Wild Women Do and they don't be- is this it? Yep. Put it back up. Hey, everybody. You're listening to uh, I Swear We're Not a Couple on Adam's Day Weekend. Oh, yeah. That feels good. That feels yeah. right, man. Don't you want to just, like, drive down PCH? Hmm. Wow. That's yeah. a good song. Yeah, see, I have some good ones in my back pocket. Good for you. Thank you. Okay, hey, this is this is a great. Uh, I, I I can't wait. To, I, we're gonna press pause on this because we we have because next week is it here. It's here. Adam's Day weekend is here already. You don't have to wait. Yeah. 
Um, but let's let's talk about it. it's a great segue to go into rom coms because uh, you yes. have your list of your favorite rom coms, and I think that'll wrap us up for the week. Okay, but you don't have a list of yours. I can make it up. Uh, they're not important to you. No, they're very important to me. I think I have I have like I have here's here's for whatever reason when listening to our show. Yeah, I always say five, but I always come up with three, and I have three in my head right now, so oh, I'm good. Okay, okay. So my my first one everyone's going to make fun of me is the 1983 original Valley girl with Nicholas Cage a, and Deborah Foreman. Yeah. And, and an amazing soundtrack, amazing soundtrack. Yes. Yes. A soundtrack that's better. A good example of a, of a soundtrack that's better than the movie. Yeah. But I love that movie. I love it. It's like a time capsule and it's, mm, I love it. Uh, my second is, hold again, on, hold on. We, oh. we, you can't, you can't just blow past that one because there's a song on there. Uh, by by someone named Bonnie Hayes and the Wild Combo. Uh-huh. That, I don't know if we started one of the shows with that song, but if we haven't, we fucking should have. That's you can't blow over that because that's a great song, and really not well known. Well, I didn't it's, right, but I didn't want to take up too much time because I know we're running low, and I can go on and on and on and on and on and on and on with my lists. So no, we got ten minutes. We got okay. ten minutes. And look, and look. On again, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna keep it a hundred percent honest with you. No one gives a shit about my list. They want to hear your list. Okay. Well, anyway, so let me continue with Valley Girl then. So, Girl in the Valley, 1983. Okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Stop, stop. You're telling me that Valley Girl is about a girl in the valley? Get the fuck out of here. Oh, my God. Yeah. And (laughs) she ends up in Hollywood after meeting this guy from the other side of the hill. And she and her friend go out with he and his friend, and they, like, they're totally in love, but they can't be together because she is from the Valley and he's like, not. So then like the friends are making fun. One of the friends is EG Daly, who the voice of Tommy Pickles and uh, Dottie and Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Be on the lookout for her breasts. They're very perky in the movie. And it's heaven. Yeah. Now play the Bonnie Hayes song. Yes, I will play the Bonnie Hayes song really quickly about what's that actress's name? The lead actress. The, yeah, Tommy Pickles, breasts. Oh, that you just she's said. not the lead. Uh, E.G. Daly. It's Elizabeth Daly, but her stage name is E.G. Daly. Didn't she try to mount a comeback recently? And wasn't she on The Voice? She was on The Voice, and I did vote for her, yes. Yeah. Wow, and okay. Now she's going to be on the Rugrats movie reunion thing. And, and so she had a solo it, career with music. And uh, one, you might also know her from the, the singer of the band that's at the school dance in Better Off Dead. So if that's a great movie too. If you have ever wanted to see Tommy Pickles tits, go watch Valley Girl. Mm-hmm. Okay, now here we go. Wild Combo. Bonnie oh, Hayes. No, I love Bonnie uh, Hayes and the Bonnie Hayes and the Wild Combo. Bonnie Hayes and the Wild Combo. Hold on, please. There we go. Yes, sir. And that is um, that's an album that you gave me when you gifted me all your vinyl. Correct. God damn it, Adam. You There's another some taste, bro. I'm sorry. I got to I got to compliment you right now. You're you're bringing the heat. You're bringing the fire. You're 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 doing great. I'm Thank really proud so, of you. Thank you so much. You know, these sober four months have really been useful to me. And I want to thank everybody for it. Thank you. I'm just giving you a heads up in case I'm a shit show next week. So I apologize to you and the listeners. Um, But there's another really good song on that album by Bonnie Hayes. And it's Shelly's Boyfriend. 
I love that one too. Uh, let's see if I and can, a great um, intro. I didn't even think about it when we talked about it a couple of weeks ago. Great, great intro. Josie yeah. Cotton's on that on that uh, she soundtrack is. too. Yeah, she's got a few. Yep. All right. Um, I'll try and find some more Bonnie Hayes, but keep going to the next one. <laughs> okay, my next one is How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days. Ugh. I'm so I just I take back everything I just said. <laughs> Why? No, because of McConaughey you. or because of Kate Hudson? Neither. I'm just being a dick. Hmm. I love that movie. This is when they were still making them, you know, through 2005, six, seven. This is 2003. I think it's just a really almost perfect romantic comedy. I love it. She, I, I, I got to tell you, Matthew McConaughey kind of grew on me. Uh, before he was, he, he was that, uh, you know, he was the rom com guy, and I just couldn't care less about him. And, uh, and then I guess Dallas Buyers, the reconnaissance happened, and yeah. I fucking love him. And now I kind of want to go back and watch all these old rom coms. I've never seen How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days. Oh, you would love it. You'll love it. I probably would. I promise you, you'll love it. Yeah, I like stupid corny ass shit like uh-huh. this. And also, me too. All the. All the po- oh the posters always has Matthew McConaughey leaning on whomever his partner is, and the joke is he can never stand up straight. Huh. He's also ripped. Yeah, I, okay. I'd, I'd sleep with him in the back of a Lincoln. Sure. <laughs> All right. Um, do you have a? Uh, is there a song from that one? Uh, if there is, I'm not familiar with it. Oh, maybe All they right, play "Don't Know Why" by Nora Jones in there, but please don't play that. Oh, hold on. Don't know why by Nora Jones. Do you remember that? That song was everywhere in like two thousand. Come with me in the night. Maybe it's that one. No, that's a different. So that's the album. Come away with me. Yeah, but, but it might but, be that song. It might be the song. Come away with me. Jesus fucking Christ! You old yet? Yes, I do. When this album's gonna turn? This album's gonna turn twenty in a couple of years. But I don't want to give out misinformation here. We're not Fox News. <laughs> that song was not like the love theme for How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. It just happened to be played in the movie. So I don't want to give out wrong info. Information. Okay. All right. So we'll, okay. we'll, 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 that'll be an asterisk on the, on the movie. Right. Okay. Okay. Next. So now the next movie I'm going to talk about, but I want you to prep a song for it. Okay. Uh, it, text me the song. Oh my goodness, text it to you. You don't want me to t- just tell it to you? Or are we not allowed to say names? No, I guess we are. Okay, I was just gonna say so we can surprise the so we can surprise the oh, audience. Oh, like, okay, like okay. Ready to go. Hey, here it is. Oh, like we know what oh the fuck God. we're doing. I'm so sorry, I should really plan ahead. <sighs> That's so okay. Ner- I didn't plan ahead on I didn't plan ahead. I'm so on nervous. Um, okay, I got it. We did play a song before Wild Women Do by Natalie Cole, which was also from Pretty Woman. This so- song that Roger's about to play opens the movie. I need two more seconds. <laughs> <laughs> we really can get a sound guy or a gal. Shit. Well, listen, man, it's kind of hard doing everything on this side. All right. All right. Here it is. I'm ready when you are. Try to introduce it again. Okay. So this song. Shit, hold on. <laughs> Fuck. Hold on. Okay. Go. All right. This song is the first one played in the movie, and it's King of Wishful Thinking by Go West. Also a great intro. I- yeah, this is really good. What's the name of the movie? Pretty Woman. Oh, Pretty Woman. Duh. Right. I wasn't listening to you when I was pulling out the song. Hmm. I don't need to yeah, this is a good one. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, the main, the big song from Pretty Woman, of course, is It Must Have Been Loved by Roxette, which you don't have to play. May she rest in peace. Okay. That's Pretty Woman. I think we all know Pretty Woman. Yeah. Never seen it, but I know it. 
You've I, never I listened. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm already going to get shit from so many people uh, for saying that. I, I cannot wait till we ask the listeners to send romantic comedies and then you have to watch all of them over the next year. Oh, you that's that's them. the thing. You love them. Yeah. I'm I'm sure I would. She's a hooker, right? And a hooker she, with a heart of gold. Right, right. And then she walks in and does with the store and the whole thing. And then uh-huh. Okay. Oh yeah, like those house girls in Beverly Hills aren't bigger whores than she is. <laughs> whores. All right, next one. My okay, so number four is a tie. It's a tie between 1940s His Girl Friday and 1938's Bringing Up Baby. Uh huh. Thank you. Thank you. Number five <laughs> is a wedding singer. Oh, that's a great, great choice. The wedding singer, an amazing album. And if you, even if you don't like Adam Sandler, which Adam, I don't think you really do, right? I, I like his 90s stuff a lot. Now I just don't find him funny anymore. I think it's sort of played itself out. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with you. But they, I think that's a really wonderful movie where they, I feel captured the essence of the eighties with goofy, weird characters and, and didn't take itself too seriously, much like right. the eighties did right. uh, with an amazing cast. So Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore, obviously they have Perfection. wonderful chemistry. Yeah. They have amazing chemistry on, um, on screen together. And then Christine Taylor is in it um, with big names for days. Steve Buscemi's in it for a little bit. Um, John love, John Lovitz is in it. Um, <laughs> the Raccoons. <laughs> uh yeah that, that guy all his friends are in it. yeah <laughs> i was trying to see if you knew his name i don't i don't he's just cone best friend from the wedding singer but yeah alan alan covert oh, okay covert affairs yeah. right 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 and and just it's just a and what and a soundtrack for days for probably days. the best the the best scene in that well two really memorable scenes for me and probably Adam as well as when they, uh, when he has to, when Robbie Adam Sandler's character can't sing. So one of the band members takes over and he is dressed from head to toe, like boy George and sings a song. Do you really want to hurt me over and over and <laughs> over the only again? Song he knows. Yeah. Right. Um, and, and nails it played by the, uh, the late Alexis Arquette. Yes, you're right. I forgot about that. Yes. Uh, uh, credited as George. Right. In the movie. <laughs> and Aww. then um, and then at the end of the movie, when they're trying to get on the on the airplane, um, Robbie goes up. Adam Sandler's character goes up to the, the guy who's at the counter and, and the guy at the counter goes, hey, do you like flock of seagulls? And he's got his <laughs> hair up in a giant flock of seagulls hairdo. And he's like, no, but I guess you do. <sighs> I just great, love it. great. Yeah. Good. Good choices, sir. So this is go. really. I just kind of want to pause. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Um, my my girlfriend, like, really from yeah. 1930s, 1940s. Yeah, these are two movies that I saw for the first time a few years ago, and I absolutely love the both of them. Yeah. All right. Do you know what it's about? Nope. I figured I would breeze past them and let the listeners seek them out instead of me. I didn't want to bore anybody. They're old, old movies. All right. Well, we'll let it. We'll let those. We'll let those breathe. If yes. you end up watching those again, give us the titles for them, please. His Girl Friday. That's with Cary uh-huh. Grant and Rosalind Russell. And Bringing uh-huh. Up Baby. Which, if you ever w- saw the Madonna movie, who is that girl, and even remotely liked it, it's a loose remake of Bringing Up Baby with Catherine Hepburn and Cary Grant. Okay. Great. Yes. Excellent. I do have runner right. but we can get to those another day. Yes, because we're we're running late. Not that again we really have any, but we we are kind of running late. Um, 
Yeah. All right. I have, I don't know if a lot of these are, if some of these are going to qualify as romantic comedies. One of them, I'm not sure. The other, I think the others will. Mm-hmm. Uh, in no particular order, just off the top of my head, uh, I really, really love America's Sweethearts with um, John Cusack and that's Catherine a, Zeta-Jones that's and Julia one. Roberts. That's a yeah. good one. Hank Azaria, Billy Crystal, uh, uh, just an amazing Amazing cat. Seth Green's in there as well. It's such a weird, funny movie about two loves, uh, you know, a romantic couple that are actually um, movie stars and they break up and they fucking hate each other and et cetera, et cetera. But Billy Crystal's super charming and so is John Cusack and Catherine Zeta Jones plays an absolute bitch, but she's great in it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, No music. Yeah. Say that again. I haven't seen that one in a long time, but yeah, I remember really liking it. Yeah. Um, uh, Hank Azaria, God, Hank Azaria is such a, an amazing actor, a character actor, I should say, uh, who doesn't get a lot of doesn't get a lot of credit for what he does. He was uh, Agador Spartacus in in Birdcage. He I'm was very proud of that fact. I just listened to an interview with him the other day, and he is very, very, very humble about how many people still come up to him to this day to praise his work in the Birdcage. Yeah, yeah, he plays the Spanish lover Hector. Uh, in in this movie, uh, where he, one of his most memorable lines is is John Cusack's about to jump off a, a building, and and Hank Azaria goes jump pussy jump, and he's like, ooh, the pussy boy gonna go splat, uh, which is again great. Uh, and he did a he did a poo Hank Azaria, and he's not he's gonna step back from that. Did you hear about yep. that? Yes, yeah, that was one of the main reasons why he was on the podcast was to talk yep. about that. Yeah, yeah. All right, um, next movie for me. Uh, let's see. I, I want to save one because it's my number one, but uh, the one that I was unsure if it would count as a rom-com or not is Miss Congeniality. I would say oh. no, or else it may have ended up on my list. So I would oh. say no. Really? But she loves Benjamin Brand. So. But that's not the main focus of the movie. Oh, they just happen sure? to be spending time together and whatever. And then they break up in the next one, so... Spoiler alert. Sorry. Fine. I mean, you can uh, consider it a rom-com. I wouldn't, but I'm also, what, what am I? Roger Ebert? Right. Okay. Good point. All right. Another one. I, I think this is a rom-com is uh, the movie Nine Months with Hugh Grant and uh, Julianne Moore. Totally. Yes. Different type of rom-com, right? right? Usually when you think romantic comedy, it's two people and at the end they come together. This is they're already together and going through a different part of their life. I would definitely consider romantic comedy. Yeah. Love and, that movie. Uh, Robin Williams as the as the um, OBGYN. Yeah, yeah. He is as a four. Like I don't know. He's like a Russian OBGYN, and he is he steals the movie, and he's in it for maybe five minutes. Fucking <sighs> fantastic! Great movie. Great movie. Joan Cusack is Again, in that movie. A national treasure. <sighs> a she real really national treasure. Ugh, I I just love her. Um, good all choice. All right. Good choice. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I got to tell you, I love the Cusacks. They do good work. <laughs> you so, make them sound like a... plastic surgeons. No, well, <laughs> I love true, the yeah. They do great work. Yeah. Or a mechanic. Right. I, I could have, honestly, I, I probably could have filled this list with just John Cusack movies. Um, say Anything is a fantastic movie. Um, eh. I'm, I'm not going to say that's my, that's one of my top rom-coms, but I fucking love that movie. Um, all right. I got to say my number one and I just absolutely love it. Whenever it's on, I will put it on over and over and over again and just watch it is, um, 
is Kate and Leopold. God damn it. Do I love that movie? <laughs> wow. Okay. Is this, is this, is this thing on? Hello? Okay. Really? Nothing? I, yeah, nope. I, I never, I never, uh, yeah, I've seen it a bunch of times, but it's never done it for me. I try. I keep trying it. It just. Mm. Hugh Jackman is the most charming motherfucker ever to walk this planet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who are unaware what the plot of Kate and Leopold is, is that um, <laughs> it's even ridiculous to talk about it. Uh-huh. Hugh Jackman is a Duke, is the Duke of Albany. <laughs> and he he's able to time travel through essentially a wormhole um, because somebody else found the wormhole and, and he accidentally stumbles back into the present time and it falls in love with somebody in present time. I mean, it's a ridiculous concept mm-hmm. and I absolutely love it. I mean, you always in a movie, you always suspend that, you know, the reality for a little bit because you're watching a movie. It just seems so ridiculous to me. And I just I don't know. Maybe it was the Meg Ryan thing. I, I got to tell you, I hate Meg Ryan. Um, I don't, I don't like, okay, I don't hate her, but I don't like her at all. Yeah. Uh, but she, she's not the reason why I like the movie. It's, it's a hundred percent Hugh Jackman. It's, it's unabashedly the charm and, and accent and just good lookingness of, mm-hmm. of Hugh Jackman in that movie for me. Huh? Okay. All right. Okay. I mean, I'm a little okay. surprised, but th- th- this is why we are who we are. Honestly, and those are just off the top of my head. Like I said before, maybe next week when I come back, I'll 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 think of another one that I just didn't even didn't even occur to me, and it'll hit me like a ton of bricks. Are we going to say that? Uh, look who's talking is a romantic comedy. Sure, <laughs> with the baby sure. talks. Yep. Oh wait, the baby talks. Fucking, <laughs> 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 you're a fucking asshole. All right. Now, is there I anything do, else? No. no. No, I think that's it. I was going to come up with some something. I had some fact in my head about John and Joan Cusack, and they were supposed to be in a movie together, but they... Oh, it was the Stepford Wives. Yes. The Stepford Wives remake. It was originally supposed to star John and Joan Cusack, but their father died, so they both had to pull out. And then the roles went to Matthew Broderick and Nicole Kidman. Thank you for listening to I Swear We're Not a Couple. I don't, know, I don't even know what to say to that, bro, but uh, congratulations. Thank you so much. Uh, I'm Rogelio Rosco. I'm Adam Goldberg. Thanks for listening, guys. Can- champagne kishes, kisses, oh. wishes. And dr- champagne kishkas and sh- caviar. No, okay, champagne okay, kishes okay. and caviar dreams. Thank you. Bye. Bye. I'm going to make you the mad boy. She was the mad boy, yeah.